0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. On the phone today, I have the one, the only, Pammy Nicholson. Trumpets and drum rolls. That's right. I'm scared of my buttons over there because I might hit the wah, wah, wah. Like I did that one time. I was like, oh, dear Lord, that was not the button I was trying to hit for sure. It happens.
1: It happens. So
0: uh we don't want to talk too much about that because everybody else uh either a doesn't care or uh they're the <laughs> losers um we celebrated the Kansas City Chiefs today
1: whoop, whoop. oh yeah. whoop, whoop,
0: whoop. super yeah. bowl champs yo
1: yes that was uh wow what a game <laughs> yeah was, wasn't, wasn't game. it though
0: chemini it was it, for the yes. not the first time. This isn't true that it's the first time, but it it was a very apparent to me that all the things that you hear about how uh, a football game is and can be a lot like chess, mm, and yeah, I you. really felt that the Super Bowl had elements of <laughs> of that. Whenever I forget the dude's name, but he didn't run into the end zone and he could have right scored a touchdown you know at the super bowl but he chose to jump out at like one yard out or whatever it was so that right. so for for whatever reason i forget exactly i mean it was just because well, it was the end the of the game down. for time right right yeah right, right.
1: They, had, they wanted to run the clock down and, and give uh d- not give um the eagles oh that's right. Right 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 right. Yeah. right 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 right
0: right 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 they wanted to take up they wanted to eat up more time Yes. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah. They wanted to eat it more and it time. Worked. And
1: it worked. And it did. did. It actually go. worked perfectly. <laughs> it worked. So
0: that's why it really did seem like a, and ladies and gentlemen, you trust me, you've not jumped on a sports podcast. <laughs> trust me. Yes, like, especially me. Um, but no, it was just, it was a great game. It was a guy, whether, and I'm not a big I as many know, no, I'm not a big sports fan. I don't. I'm not anti sports. I'm just not. I don't get it. It's just not something that thrills me. I don't give a shit about people's stats and all that. But I do like the Chiefs, of course, um, and did watch all the playoff games per pretty much, um, but didn't really watch many of the the regular season games. So uh, I'm a fan, but not a have to watch every game all the time. But Mm-hmm. that's just me. No, 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 no shame on those who love football. That's, that's whatever you want to do. It's cool with, with the, with the, the world, I suppose. So yep. Pammy, we, um, uh, I'll let you kind of kick off this. We watch, we listened to a podcast a little bit about don't try to be your partner's God
1: mm-hmm. or you're
0: not supposed to be their God. Um, there's some interesting takeaways that we'll share on that and then we wanted to jump into talking about uh relationship uh mindset versus a single mindset and uh i think this i think that conversation will also be helpful as well as this first one uh in helping those i guess whether you're single or married but specifically you know a lot of what we talk about it's it's appropriate or it's it's applicable for married folks too um but we lean into uh kind of helping the single crowd Mm -hmm. so anyway what what was your takeaway from and i guess should we quote who that was who that was let me look on my let me look at my phone and see what you sent me Mm
1: -hmm. see if i can find it
0: ah there it is uh the life of greatness was the the title of okay. the uh, podcast and it's yeah the life of greatness with sarah something what was her name um, dear lord have mercy i know there it yeah, is sarah we... green greenberg yes or Grinberg. Greenberg. yeah green great yes, yes sarah, sarah Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's g-r-y-n-b-e-r-g and it's called finding love again um and the root. I think this maybe that's probably a, a. Did they do two parts? Is it kind of nutrition and?
1: They did. St- yes, they started out talking about nutrition, um, which I th- I found very fast interesting. Like he, mm-hmm. he did a good job with that, and then they kind of
0: yeah segued into and talked
1: about is um, about relationships and spirituality and and love and a lot of different things, and um, that's kind of yeah finding love again. Really
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I th- I thought it was I thought it was a good uh podcast. I, I really did. Um I guess I just need to be f- fully honest. I uh, you know, he was a little woo-woo-y for me. Uh but it was a woo-woo-y. <laughs> I think I think the whole podcast is a little bit like the secret. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um which you know, I'm I'm not anti the secret, but I'm also I, and I just don't find that that's not the ticket, but anyway, that's, that's, a yeah, whole, whole other thing. A
1: couple of moments when he, he lost me. I ha- and I still want to go back and listen to it again when he was talking about don't stop, don't stop. I don't think he said falling in love, but he said, don't stop loving and giving love because, and I think what he was trying to say was that as you, as you love people, the love inside of you becomes more um, like it comes out more. So it it enhances the love that you have in, inside of you by giving it away. I think it's kind of the point he was making, but the way yeah. he said it, I kind of was spiraling a little bit. I was like, I'm not following you, but um, I think his point is good is, you know, that we have, and we have a lot of love inside of ourselves to give, but we also have a lot to um, to give back to ourselves, if that makes sense. Or, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. It did get a little bit um, confusing there, <laughs> but um, overall, I thought it was a really good. He made some really good points about not not giving up.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: after divorce or after the end of a relationship. And, Gosh,
0: that's a good word you know, right there, Pammy. Never give up ever, right. <laughs> ever about anything, right. you know, right. like never give up living, never give up trying, never give up like, yeah, never give up loving goodness. That's, that's.
1: that's, and it, that's it's so easy to, it's so easy to, To want to do, and I mean, trust me, I've been there so many times Mm. where you know a, a relationship won't work out, and I'm just like, you know, why do I bother? You know, and and how many more times do I have to go through this to find the right person? You know, it's just too much. You know, all of the stories just they come up, and it feels overwhelming for several. You know, sometimes a day, sometimes a couple of days, depending on the length of the relationship, but um. I always come back to the same place of, no, this is what I want. And it isn't my time. It's not up to me when I meet this person. But if I don't keep trying, if I don't keep putting myself out there and believing that it's possible, it never will happen.
0: Right. Yeah. You know? Mainly and because, so yeah, yep. Sorry.
1: I have to keep doing, you know, I just have to keep doing it. Yeah. And I want to.
0: Right. I think, I think it would be nearly, a, I would be shocked if there's any single person listening or any person that's now married or in a committed partnership that didn't have that feeling at some point or another, um, you know, where you kind of start feeling like, well, I think what I'd started feeling like there were times I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, what, what am I doing wrong here? And, you know, I'll be honest, Pammy, that's a great fucking question because if your first, awesome if your question. first response is, what's wrong with all the people out there? You know, what? <laughs> what's wrong with this city? If well, I'm just going to tell you right fucking now, that's the wrong approach. That's the wrong thing to say. Uh, yes, maybe your tactics, but it's still you, w- you know, what are your tactics? What are your ways of, of dating? And you know, what just, yeah, you have to go inward. Um, you know, I, I I can sympathize so greatly because you know it wasn't too long ago before I met Jessica that I definitely was feeling a, a tinge of frustration, you know. And and did ask those questions like, man, do, do I need to move to another city? Do I need to like do I need to do mm-hmm. something like like you start really thinking like radical (laughs) thoughts, you know, and, and you start just like, maybe I need to move. Maybe I need to change up everything. um, You know, maybe I should uh, hire someone or maybe I should, you know, you just start, you just, it's like, you've tried everything. You think, you think, (laughs) you think you have, you've tried everything. And what's wild is, it's like trying to bench press something that is a possibility for you. Like for me, I, not right now, but when I did that 90 day challenge, I got back up to like, I think I benched like 275 or more. Maybe it's mm-hmm. almost 300. Anyway, my potential, what I've done before, even in my middle age lifetime, um, like not was five six, seven years ago I bench pressed like three fifteen, so uh-huh. that's definitely within the realm of possibility, okay-, mm-hmm. but Pammy <laughs> I know not just maybe like I know for certain I could not do that right now, like there's no way I could bench press three fifteen right now, yeah, but I could like give me i don't know 6 months probably 6 months to a year i 100% could do it i've done it i could do it but not right now and i i look at relationship stuff like that like when i was single and i wasn't able to find a woman a match like a real partner right like i'm not able to do the 315 i knew that it was just me, it was something with my my preparation, right? With my diet, I'm not, I'm trying to correlate this with working out. Like my diet, my exercise routine, like something is not preparing my body to bench press 315. So I need to make changes to my diet workout plan and my regimen to get me to that 315. I feel like that's real similar to the thoughts and the ideas around when you're single and you want to be in a relationship, the, you, the only thing you can change is yourself. But man, I'll tell you what, Pammy, to change yourself, goodness gracious, it's not impossible, but it's really, 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 really hard to stop some kind of way that you are that you've been that way for years and years and years and years and because you're single it really hasn't given you any pushback with yourself
1: Mm
0: -hmm. but it is giving you pushback in relationships and it goes with what we were talking about before we came on here which i'll let you elaborate more on it but the whole idea of not being able to You know, you're judging one person differently than you judge another, for example, something that you've said before, and then I'll let you take over after I make this comment to just jog your memory of that part of the, the podcast. But you had told me one time that, you know, you don't want a guy that, that smokes weed and you I think how I was taking it was that you were starting to question that within yourself because a one you drink. So, you know, right. what's the, what's the fucking difference It'd be one thing. If you're like not drinking mm-hmm. at all, then I'd be like, well, yeah, I can see how you wouldn't want someone that drinks or does any kind of drugs, but you know, and, and you were, but yet, you, you know, you're one of your best men, men, friends me, <laughs> one of your best guy friends <laughs> is it smokes weed, you know, right. Um, on yeah. the regular. And you were like, wow, why do I, uh, why don't I judge you about that? But yet I would judge a, you know, a potential boyfriend about that. And that was just a, that was a good, that mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what all we talked about. It was just a great conversation. And and I was proud of you because I was like, yeah, Pammy, like I literally w- thought the same thing whenever you had mentioned it. <laughs> Cause I was like, huh, that's yeah. interesting to me. Like that doesn't sound fair, um, to, to me um as an outsider looking in and i could tell that you were also thinking that you were thinking that hmm this maybe this doesn't line up right
1: yeah yeah and that's and i think that is something a lot of people face in dating and finding someone is that double standard of being totally okay with certain habits or ways of being in their friendships but when it comes to the person that they're dating or their spouse or you know, partner, it's not acceptable. Yeah. And um and you know, I I I actually did date a guy who smoked weed. Um, and I was okay with it. Like yeah. I that I was, you know, I don't know if it was before or after we had that conversation, but
0: it was after something you know, we talked it about. Must it must have
1: been after, yeah. And I and I was okay with it. Um, but it just it wasn't I knew as a long term lifestyle, but he didn't drink. So I, you know, I drank and he, you know, he smoked weed right? Um, and occasionally he would have a drink, but it wasn't, I knew, you know, long term, like that wasn't something that I wanted, but I didn't judge him for it. At sure. that point I was like, it's not, you know, you do you, it's fine. Like, I'm totally fine with that. Right. But um, in my, you know, the things that still trip me up are like road rage. I'd be totally not, and and I, and I use that, that phrase kind of loosely and um, it can even be, you know, they don't necessarily have to raise their voice or shake their fist at a driver, but just offhanded comments about other drivers that strike me as inconsiderate and unthought, you know, not, not very thoughtful and kind of rude And yet I'd be totally fine if you and I were in a car and you you said something. So it's this, this double standard of I totally accept you as my friend for who you are and all your quirks and all of your, you know, everything about you love 100% except 100%. Yeah. Can't, how do I bridge that gap and do that with a partner? And I think that a lot of people struggle with that. It's, it's a, and it, and it maybe it comes over time because I think a lot of times when we're first dating, we overlook a lot of those things and then suddenly they start coming up and it's like, well, how do I feel about that? Right. You know? So, I mean, that, I think it's a... I think it's a valid question because, and I know I'm not the only one. I've talked to other, other friends who say, yeah, that's a, that's an issue I deal with.
0: Yeah. Cause it seems um, so hypocritical, right? Like
1: it does. when it you, it's very hypocritical. There's a
0: couple of thoughts that come to my mind, especially when I was in the religious world. I remember I had this conversation with this pastor and he was an anti drinker, you know, it was all anti drinker, but then we drove by a Krispy Kreme and he, you know, about lost his fucking shit wanting to stop in because, because the, <laughs> the hot light was on. Right and uh, and that was just interesting, right? Because you know sugar is bad for like it. It was just fascinating to me that the the hypocrisy and and even you know even in in the conversation sometimes when people are like with weed, you know, and and they take oxycotton or they take some kind of painkiller or Xanax or they take Adderall or and it's like. Do you know how fucking hypocritical you are? <laughs> You're taking a narcotic. I'm smoking a weed and and then the, it's it's just so hypocritical. And it seems like I mean obviously now in Missouri it's legal. You can just walk into like a, you know, dispensary and and get it. Uh, and and soon, you know, I would venture to say in our lifetime within the next 5 to 10 years, I would be shocked actually if it didn't become like federally legal just like
1: mm-hmm. drinking
0: because i mean you can drink yourself to death oh
1: absolutely like,
0: but you can't smoke yourself to death Mm-mm. um so it's just silly it's just a silly thing that um that alcohol would be legal though i guess they fought for that legality i mean that was a you know the same thing it was not legal and and, uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's anything like that as a, as an outsider looking in it, it, yeah, it just seems hypocritical that we would judge one person differently than another person, though, like, I don't like messiness. I like, I don't like dirtiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, honestly, to be honest, I don't even know if I have any friends where I walk, walk in, where their house is nasty. That that's just so nasty to me. Most people I am in Friends with live nice and clean, at least the ones I've been in their house. Anyway, I, I say all that to say, yeah, I don't, whatever. But if I'm gonna date someone, they better fucking be clean. So, but here's what I think. So I think here's the balance to what what we're talking about, Pammy. I think in my mind, it is a little different if I'm gonna be living with this person versus I'm friends with this person. I'm not sharing my life with them in in that intimate of a way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I, I think, and I don't think that's hypocritical. It's just, well, obviously someone doing one thing is whatever, but if it's my partner, that is a little different because again, it affects me because I'm, I'm joining my life with them. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't, clearly i don't judge you for having an opinion about um you know one person does this and another person does this why do i judge them differently um i think you know in my i mean i i i am trying to become more and more open in my life like just literally open and not at all allow my brain to hold on to stupid old tapes you know like i don't know i, I it's hard for me to think I, you know obviously as a as a former religious person i have a lot of tapes to unwind
1: <laughs> yeah right well and i think that's where a lot of it comes from for me and and it's, it's all about judging other people and i you know i am the first to admit that i have judgments about people all the time yep. and The thing that I'm noticing though is I catch it right away, yeah. Or it comes back and it shows up in my own experience as something I do or say, and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) The thing I just judged that person for, I just did, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, okay, you know. So it's it's the you know we're human. We judge people. We you know we make judgments about people all all of the time, um, but how do we you know learning how to to catch ourselves and not let it become you know a um like a cancer inside of the relationship
0: well i heard someone say this is it principle-centered or preference i heard this i don't think i mentioned it in, in a previous podcast with you and i but i remember hearing this and it was talking about someone that she said, I don't, my first dates are always dinner. And she goes, that's my, I'm principle centered. Like that's my, you know, that it, in other words, she was trying right. to be self-righteous about it. <laughs> and, right. and the critique was, no, that's not principle centered. That's just your preference. Right. Like there's nothing moral or, or rather immoral about having coffee. Mm-hmm. or doing a happy hour. Like there's nothing immoral about that. It's just a preference. So I, just, I thought that was curious because I think about yeah. many things. Is that really just your preference or is that principle centered? Like right. if one person drinks, one person takes Adderall or, or Xanax and another person and in- takes a little THC. There is not, the only person that I could think that could have an argument here would be someone that abstains from all of it. You know, they they don't abstain; they abstain from all of it. Well, then I, you know, then I get it. Like if they're a, a recovering alcoholic and they can't drink, then then that uh, that's then you know, that's tough. Uh, tough meaning. I I'm sure it can happen but that doesn't seem like that would be a good idea if you're if you're a recovering alcoholic to be with someone that drinks okay. goodness gracious now you don't need to be with someone that is necessarily also an alcoholic but goodness I don't know what do you think Pam I'm I'm just talking off the cuff here I just don't see how that can yeah, You narrow your know. audience down that's for sure right, <laughs> potential right. pool yes. <laughs>
1: right exactly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, talking about, you know, principle versus preference, I think that's, you know, that is a, I think if they're looking at it from the perspective of, you know, the, there's a principle around, or there should be a principle around, you know, how a date goes, I don't know that there is any, there's no rules, like, anymore, no. It used to be that way. Used, I mean, it used to be much different. You know, it used to be there were chaperones on your dates. You know, right. I mean, it's just, it's so different now. So I don't think you can claim principle on anything like that. I mean, you could try, but. Well, I guess if you say, it's like, I guess but, if you don't
0: sleep with someone on the first date, I mean, that can be.
1: Well, and I think those are boundaries. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, that is, that's a boundary that, you know, that you have, yeah. you know, it, not necessarily. Like, I guess you could consider it a principle, but not everyone carries that same principle. Right. And it, to me, it's more of a boundary of like, you know, this is, this is just how I, this is how I date. Yeah. I don't kiss someone on the first date. I don't sleep with someone on the first date or the second date. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think to me, those are, those are just boundaries and boundaries sometimes are preference.
0: I think it's a great way to protect is. your heart. I, you know, I'm a guy I've lived as wild as you could live per se. So definitely no judgment for me, for Pete's sakes. Um, But I, I think that sex is a little bit more and this. Maybe this is still my religious upbringing, um, but I just feel like sex is a little bit more intimate, a little bit more special than hi, how are you? Let's get naked. Like I just what? I just feel like <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like it's a yeah, it's a little bit more of an intimate thing, and I get it's just a physical act on one hand, I get that, but man, you know, I've said this before, I just can't tell you how many you know single women I've talked to who are just heavy burdened by. Well, yeah, as soon as I slept with him, I never heard from him again. You know, it's like, well, how many dates mm-hmm. did you go on? Well, it was after the second date. <laughs> I'm like, Well, dear Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe you should wait a little longer, you know. Or not just well, wait longer. I- it's not about just, okay, six dates and then I'll sleep with someone. I mean, whatever, you do you. But I, I think it's more more than a time frame. To me, it should be more of a, an emotional connection, like. Hey, I've been talking to this person every day for, you know, two months. We've gone on multiple dates, um, but you haven't hit the, whatever, you're the sixth date, (laughs) but you know, you're, you're talking all the time. You're, you're, you know, you've, I don't know. I I think it's more of an emotional, you kind of just know, Hey, I'm ready to go to that next step of physical intimacy. Everything else checks out. You know what, Pammy, that's what it is. Here's what I think it is. When you date, You just want to make sure that everything else checks out before you do that. Mm -hmm. That's it's like, it's like you'd have a list and and sex is not one of the first things that you want to check off the list. Okay. They have a vagina or, or they were good or because to me, like sex can improve over time. I don't, I just don't think that you can have sex and then decide, yep, that's my person or no, that's not my person. I don't think sex is the decider is what I'm trying to say. I think there are other things that are, Way more critically important, but yes, then once all those things pan out, well, yeah, I definitely want to get intimate with you and and see how that goes. But I'll be honest, I I I can't say that I've ever like that. I, I, unless it was just crazy weird, I can't imagine if I really liked someone that we would have sex and then then it would be a no unless it was again something just weird and i don't even want to talk about what it could be i mean just you know think about what could be weird and and i guess as a woman there's some things that would just be like ah that'd be very disappointing um
1: right (laughs) you know i
0: mean you know yeah and same for guys right i mean uh, it's it's a little different but similar kind of the same kinds of things you know Ish.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It is. Def- it's definitely an important piece, and you know, I I think waiting too long can be a detriment as well, because then you you know, if it isn't what you're what you're looking for, and you've built this you know incredible emotional connection with someone, um, then I mean, and like you said, it can be. You can some things can be changed, but some things can't. Right. You know, you can't all, you can't change physicality, <laughs> you know, and um, if a penis is too big or too small, right. you can't change that, yeah. you know, I mean, and then if that's, you know, if that's something that's important to you, um, you know, so those kinds of things are um, important to know, you know, sooner than later in my book, but that doesn't mean that it has to happen
0: <laughs> not the first, first date. Three
1: dates? No, not absolutely not. No,
0: yeah.
1: and that's. I mean, you know, I've had the one night stands. I've done that thing. You know, I I had my 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 hoe phase, and you know, I I did that. Um, but random sex does not even appeal. Right. It's not a. It won't fulfill. It won't be fulfilling. It will not be because that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. It's not what, I, you know, it's not where I'm at. And I guess this is kind of rolls right into the single versus relationship mindset is, you know, I'm a relationship mindset. I want a relationship with someone. And therefore, just having, you know, random sex or just having sex without any emotional connection means it's not, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's not, it's not what I want and so it's, it is not appealing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A, 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 amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the other thing that, uh, that he brought up in that deal, and then we'll switch to the marriage mindset or uh, relationship mindset versus a single mindset. The other thing that I really appreciate about the podcast is just how he talked about his divorce as he, you know, much, and I've said this, I mean, I'd say that, you know, I, I was married before and that she's a good woman she's you know we just weren't meant to be together uh i just like how he worded it he he kind of talked about his ex and such with such honor and that you know we we had that time together we spent that time together and then it we just grew in extraordinarily opposite ways and it 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 ended and it's not like it's something that's you know, it's like divorce always seems like it's a bad thing and the wrong thing and a, and a, and a tragic thing. And, and, you know, and to be honest with you, that's how I used to think about it. And then till I got Mm -hmm. divorced and then I realized, wow, this is actually one of the best things that ever happened to me and my ex. I I can't speak for her, but I, I, we've had enough conversations that I, I feel like that's where we both are. We both realized that you know, we spent that time together. We did the deal, and it came to an end. Like it ran its course. It's like you run a marathon; you do it, and then it's done. <laughs> I mean, that's it. You know. Um, yeah. And obviously, I, 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 no one gets married thinking about divorce. I would sure, I would sure fucking hope not. No one right. gets married with. Matter of fact, I don't even want to think about ever not not working out. I mean, I, I know I'm getting married in April and that's, I am in committed to her for the rest of my life. This is it. Like, this is, this is it. This is my person. I'm going to spend my life with her. And I know she feels the same way. And I would say anyone that is get about ready to walk the uh, altar or walk to the altar or walk the aisle, as they say, should have that perspective that this is for life we're doing this you know whatever full stop clearly um there are instances where the people would be better off not together and if that is the case then you have an uh, honest conversation about that and make that decision it's um it happens and i think when it's, when it's not supposed to be to get, when people, two people are together and they're not supposed to be together, the best thing you can do is to divorce. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in favor of divorce. I, you know, my thing is make it work, try to make it work, do everything you can to make it work. Absolutely. Literally exhaust all options to, to, but at the end of the day you got to do what's, what's best for each other. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, sometimes. That is a uh, divorce. I mean, who wants to be in a mar- in an unhappy marriage? That does not sound, no,
1: <laughs>
0: I, that, that's not me. You know, I've said it many times on this podcast over the last few years that I would rather be single and happy than married yeah. and miserable. <laughs> yes. I, I much prefer single. Uh, I don't have much drama with myself, Pammy. I get along with <laughs> myself pretty good. Right. You know, I mean, it's like yes. not no, many absolutely. people treat me better than I treat myself. <laughs> Except, you know what, Jessica, dear Lord, I cannot okay. say anything, but I'm going to say this, and I'll tell you offline, Pammy. But man, when you get together with the right person, <laughs> it's like magic, man. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I had the best Valentine's Day I've ever had in my life oh, and and awesome. it's mainly because it's mainly because she knows exactly what i like like she knows she knew what i would like she knew how to make something special she it's like she knows me you know she it wasn't like she didn't go buy me some big expensive gift that i would have appreciated she did what i like what my my love language is like that's what she did And so that's just, that's just cool. You know, I, I really, um, yeah, I, I just, I, that's why I, more than ever before in my life, just because of what I'm experiencing right now, it's like, whoa, okay. So here's the deal, yo, (laughs) definitely want (laughs) to make sure you're super compatible with someone because. I'm experiencing a, a relationship where we're super compatible and it's just, it's so beyond anything I've ever experienced. And that's, and I haven't had really a bad experience. You know, I've said this before. It wasn't like my previous marriage was bad. We weren't like screaming and fighting and beating each other and unhappy. And we didn't sleep in separate rooms or it was nothing like that. But yet when you're with, someone that's not your person but maybe they're 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 a good person but they're not your person that makes all the difference in the world it's like okay. wearing a suit that's a custom fit made for you suit versus a suit you go buy even at nordstroms i was going to say walmart but let's just say you go buy a fine <laughs> suit at nordstroms yeah. you know a fine suit at nordstroms it's it's okay it's nice but you take that sucker to a tailor and get it fitted, or if you like, I said, if you go to a custom tailor and you have a custom fitted suit made, oh, it'll change your life. You know, it's night and day difference. So it's not like we're comparing, you know, apples to or, or you know, ab Walmart to <laughs> to Nordstroms or what? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm talking just comparing Nordstroms to custom fit. I mean, you're talking about two high line things, and yet one is just. It's a different experience. And, you know, now being someone that's in a relationship with someone that, that we're super uh, compatible, I that's why I talk so much about it. You know, it's why I talk so much about it because it's like I'm experiencing this and I understand why do relationships struggle outside of there could be reasons. They don't communicate well. They don't, I mean, there could be reasons that, that could be fixed and addressed. If the people would go seek help and counseling, that's the kind of stuff you go seek help and counseling. But when you're literally with the wrong person, Mm -hmm. counseling will not fix it. I would assume Pammy, and I'm speaking out of turn, I'm doing a lot of chatting here. I don't think counseling wouldn't have fixed your all's marriage. Would it?
1: No, I, I don't believe it would have. um,
0: Yeah. Well, me too. Like we did go to counseling. Um,
1: Sorry. I I pulled my headphones out. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Um, (laughs) um, No, I, it would not have, there was, um, we were not compatible and we were heading in different directions. Yeah.
0: And you became that way later, right? That was kind of how mine was. We didn't start out like we were more compatible as 20 somethings religious 20 somethings right. then we were midlife empty nesters who aren't yes. religious anymore
1: <laughs> yeah and i was i mean I, we were still parenting um so we weren't empty nesters yet but we were definitely not on the same page when it came to lifestyle and and things like that so um it was yeah i don't i don't think it would have fixed anything at least for me um i just i felt too strongly about what it was i wanted to create and i just knew that it that it wasn't going to be with him and so you know i had i pretty much made up my mind and i don't think anybody at that point could have changed my mind yeah about that or show me a different way I yeah kind of stubborn that way (laughs)
0: yeah i I just think that you waste a lot of energy when and i'm sure this is this is people's story and maybe similar to mine we had gone to counseling for years um and it was never like we really even our counselor thought we were like a like a solid couple and i think it's because my ex is a solid person And I'm a solid person, but we just kept running into each other and, and it just became clearer the older we got that we're just different, like different, like substantially different enough that we were going to be constantly frustrated and living lesser than the most happy we could be. That's Right, Like, I think, I don't know how to word this. I'm a little bit like all over the place in my brain, but it's like, you could have a good enough relationship, which I wasn't interested in, but you could have a good enough, which is what we had. There was, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was actually, we had a good relationship, but that's so different. It it goes back to the same story I've read that I talked about last time, you know, the notebook. Noah and Allie were each other's person and them trying to be with anybody else just wasn't right.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, and it go, looking back, um, you know, when I, I was 20, when I got married and, you know, I hadn't even, I, I had no experience of the world at all at that point in my life. It was, you know, I was very sheltered. I didn't even have, and I moved from, um, I went from home to college and got married. So I moved to a whole new state um, and I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any connection to anyone here in Kansas City. And so, you know, I was, I was creating a whole new life and, you know, I created a whole new life around him and his family and our church and all of those things. But it didn't, I didn't have solid friendships and I, and I didn't have people that I did things with. I did everything with my ex-husband before we had kids. We didn't have kids for seven years. And so um, we had a lot of time together and we had great, we had great time too. Don't get me wrong. We had, you know, lots of fun, but I didn't develop female friendships. I didn't develop, um, outside interests and things like that at that stage. And then I became a mother Yeah. and, you know, then I was thrown into, you know, that the world of being a mom. And that's when I really started making friendships because I was like, I don't want to be living out here in the country because we've adopted in Spring Hill. And, um, I didn't want to not have people to, help me get through the days, you know, cause it's, it's a lot to be, a, you know, stay at home mom sometimes can be a lot and yeah. you're with your kids all the time. And so I, that's when I started seeking fr- you know, things to do w- with other moms so that I could make friends. And that's when I really started to discover that I had a lot of creativity and I had a lot of ideas and thoughts and, you know, I, I became my own person through that process and as I did that, that's when I dis- started discovering that my ex and I were very different, and we had very different ideas about the world. We had different ideas about um, what was fun, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so that that's where the incompatibility started. Was you know me trying to find my own life and and you know my own existence. And that's the point that, um, of this podcast that you and I, you know, we talking about that we listened to is that you, you don't want to suck the life out of your partner yeah, and you don't want to take away from them the things that make them unique and special and, um, a human, yeah. And whether that's their emotions, whether that's their, you know, creative outlets or whatever it is, their talents their skills you don't want to suck those out of that person you want to uh fertilize that and and you know and help them become better at those things and i think what was happening in my my um situation was that i felt like he was trying to take away what i was just receiving just learning and growing into yeah And it
0: just became this push and pull. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, that's the, 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 that also the, the scene in the notebook where Allie uh, Noah asked if, if she painted still, Mm -hmm. she she hadn't painted, you know? Um, Yeah. And that was definitely true. You know, what's wild is, and I, this, I would think if you asked my, my ex that she would agree with this, you know, she was, we met at a time where our religiousness had
1: mm-hmm.
0: taken away our creativity per se in other words the things yeah. that she enjoyed or the things that I enjoyed as individuals we had given those up and given all had given all of our energy to the church and to you know God or whatever and that's where the problem is and I would even say that in my opinion now, obviously as an agnostic, a spiritual agnostic, I would think this at this point, but I think it's, I think you always need to maintain your own identity. Even if you're a Christian,
1: Absolutely. like even if you are a
0: believer, that's fine. What they're just your beliefs. Don't let them Mm -hmm. identify you because if they identify you, man, all I can tell you is that it'll, it'll, it'll fuck you up. Like that's, I mean, even, Mm -hmm. even if, I'm. I'm not saying it's going to change your. You're going to be an agnostic, or you're not. Whatever you. I don't know what your journey is, but if you are a Christian, you are religious. Just don't let it be your identity. Have it be your beliefs. That's fine, but you have your own identity, and don't lose yourself in that religious bullshit. Gosh, yeah, that's because frankly, I think for my ex and I, I think I think we would have never, ever, ever chosen to be together if it weren't for we had already given ourselves up over to religiousness Mm -hmm. had we not done that we would have never even met you know like we just would have never met at all she would have been probably dancing out in california and i'd have been who the knows what you know (laughs) like it just Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been yeah it just we wouldn't have We wouldn't have crossed paths. Frankly, yeah, I probably, had I not been religious, Pammy, who knows? I might have tried, who knows? I might have tried acting, who knows what I would have done, acting something, maybe. But, uh, you know, maybe I'd have been a news anchor or some kind of whatever. I would have maybe tried to go that route. Or, to be honest with you, I would have gotten into, like, real estate. Because I was in real estate as an 18-year-old, and I was getting ready to go for my real estate license and then ended up going off to seminary. Man, if I'd have been in real estate from 1987, (laughs) Pammy, I would be I'd be so yeah, I'd be set.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) But that's okay. It all you know, uh, no regrets. It is what it is.
1: Right. And those are the those are the you know, parts of our journey that we can be grateful for because we are who we are because of the choices that we've made and then and the the right turn when I we could have taken a left turn and you know, all of those things that have brought us to the you know where we are today and i mean i don't know that i would have built this amazing beautiful life with so many wonderful people in it if i'd have done anything differently yeah. uh, i don't think it's possible well, i know it's not possible because this is the life i'm living you know <laughs> it's like this yeah. is it
0: yeah yeah it's good all right pammy so we talked a. a Briefly before we came on here and we thought we'd bring it up in this particular podcast, this whole thing of um, having a relationship mindset versus a single mindset. I have had many interactions with single folks lately and I, I don't know how else to put it, except I just, my interaction with them, I walked away and I thought they're going to be single <laughs> like this. Like <laughs> they don't have, they are very single and I don't mean just cause they're, sleeping around, I'm not talking anything in that way. Just their mindset is very single, whether it's mm-hmm. super. And maybe I'm being, maybe I'm off here. I mean, I mean this sincerely, I'm just shooting off at the mouth here, but when you are single minded, you're narrow minded and you're self minded. Therefore, You probably are super rigid and have a list like, you know, people that are like, well, I would never go out with anybody that's that voted for Trump or I would never go out anybody that supports Biden or I would never. It's like, well, then you're probably never going to get married because (laughs) if you're going to be so have a list of all the things that you're not. I just feel like that's a very single mindset rather than, you know, I'll date people. I'll get to know him and we'll find out whether we're compatible or not mm-hmm. you know not well I'm not gonna be with a guy unless he's six foot I'm not gonna be with the guy <laughs> I'm not gonna be with a girl unless it, 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 it. it's like well dear Lord man yeah. like you're literally just working yourself right out of it like you're you're literally gonna be single forever
1: yeah well and and that's I mean dating is a mental game and the stories and the beliefs that you carry will be, you know, show it, you will, your results will prove to you what you believe about those things. Yeah. And if you believe that, you know, all women are, all men are, and you have whatever, fill in the blank, it's going to be proven to you over and over again, because that's what, you, that's what you will attract. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, the first, the, the most important thing in dating is to know what your beliefs are about yourself other people and what you're looking for and hold them as true for you you know believe that they're possible um but it's it is such a mental game you have to you know you have to believe it in order for it to be real
0: yeah because that's your mindset i mean if you believe it if you believe you can if you believe you can't you're right i love exactly. that quote it's either way yeah. you're you're right i you will be right yeah you you you, you definitely <laughs> will because if you don't believe then what that means is you just won't be doing things that would bring about the potential for it you know if you don't mm-hmm. believe then you won't you won't go out you won't be online you won't whatever or right. you'll play games and just keep doing the hookup thing and not do anything else because you're just not expecting anything other than that now yeah sometimes things can stumble out of our ignorance and turn into something beautiful i obviously as a wedding officiant i can't even tell you pammy the number of times that you know couples like they met on tinder or they met game online gaming or they met with through a roommate service they met from hooking up one night and then (laughs) i mean just like there's all different kinds of ways and Obviously, what we're talking about is not the exceptions, but more the rule. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there are some people that can eat McDonald's every day and not work out and stay thin and seemingly fit. You know, probably the insides are not that great, but they, you know, so there's always those exceptions. And so we're not talking about that. We're talking about more the rule. And I do think that it's important to know what you don't want. But I think it's more important to know what you want. Yeah. Um, Because I think if you're want to focus on right, yeah, if you're focusing on, well, I don't want someone that, you know, don't I don't want someone that drinks too much. I don't want someone that works too much. I don't want someone that this. I want someone that's. It's like, okay, well, like, (laughs) how about this? Throw away your list, like throw it away, and let's start over. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What's the most important?
1: Yeah, I think for some people, it's, you know, you can start with what you don't want, because often, but right, if you do write down what you don't want, immediately write down what you do want, Yeah. you know, and then throw that page away, because then you're not focused on it. But sometimes it, it does help to see what you don't want to trigger what it is that you do want, you know, if you don't, if you've never thought about it that way before. So yeah. I think it's a good exercise. But definitely write them on separate pieces of paper and get rid of that one about you know what you don't want because you do not want to focus on that
0: yeah and i think they're more like guardrails is how i view them i i never looked at them as as the law of the universe Mm -hmm. it was more like these are guide rails of of more more than just what i like or don't like that Mm -hmm. even has a little bit of a selfish vibe it's not just what i like and don't like but what goes with me well and what doesn't go with me well, right? Like for me, I can yes. only use myself as an example. Part of my list is, you know, I didn't want someone who drank a lot. And that's, that isn't a, a don't want, right? Someone I don't want. It was, it was a, but I know that it wasn't just a dislike or like it, This was something I know me that would Ooh. not be compatible with me. Someone that wants to drink and party a lot. That's not compatible with me. Same thing with Mm -hmm. someone that wanted to go out all the time. I mean, they wanted to go to this concert and that concert and go to this show and that show. And I mean, it was just constant, like almost every night of the week. And I remember just going, no, like that's (laughs) not, that is not what I want to do. I don't want to just be busy. I like going and doing things. And then I like chilling. Um, mm-hmm. and when people are just go, 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 that's great. I, like you do you, I just knew that that was not going to work with me. So there was no bitterness about it. It was just, if I was dating someone and, and they were that go, 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 go. I just knew now, like, that's like, mm-hmm. no, this is, that's not going to work for me. Not that they're wrong. Yeah. That again, it's not about right and wrong. It's just, I knew that wouldn't work with me. Right. Same with spirituality or religiousness. If someone's yes. super religious, that's fine. You do you, but that's not compatible with me. I could not, yeah. that would not be a joy for me to be with someone religious. But Absolutely. if you are religious, I would say you should definitely find someone religious.
1: <laughs> right. And yeah. And that's, I mean, compatibility is, it's not just, you know things you like to do, but it's your values, it's, you know, it's your vision too. I think um, people forget that if they have a vision for how they want their life to look over the next, you know, 10, 20 years, um, and, and most people don't even go that far, but you know, I've done I've done a, a lot. <laughs> and I and I know the person that is going to be with me in 20 years is a very specific type of person because they want the same, some of the same things as I want. Yeah, That's compatibility. And, you know, it's like with my marriage, the things that I want in my life, he never wanted, you know, like I love to golf. He likes to hunt. And, and those things can be separate. I mean, he, we could enjoy those separately as a couple, but I want to golf with my partner. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's important to me. And so I know That's, that is a very specific person yeah, or very specific type of person, you know? So those things are important too, is like, know your vision, like know where you want to go in the next 10, 20 years. And who is the type of person that can go on that journey with you?
0: Yeah. Here's what I, you know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like the devil advocate raising up in me because I'm thinking to myself, but my vision should be for me and me only. And I, I think sometimes what, what, where we can make mistakes, I know I have made this mistake where my vision, you know, I want someone else to have whatever kind of vision for, you know, the five, 10 years. And then, you know, I get down the road five years and I haven't achieved even a quarter of what my vision was, but yet I'm judging my partner and yet I'm not reaching my goal either. (laughs) Does that make sense? In other words, it's like, I want someone that's super fit yet I don't even stay super fit year round. Um, or I'm trying to think of what, like I just kind of think that my vision for my life should be 100% my vision for my life. And if, you know, if I meet someone and we're compatible, I don't, I don't know. I just know how, how we can get so goal, goal oriented. I'm going to read 25 books this year. How many books should you read? Right. Two. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. What'd you do? Oh, I didn't end up doing it. I'm going to learn an instrument. And then you don't do it. So I, I think that sometimes if we're looking too much, it's like going to a sermon and you hear the sermon and you think, man, I wish my friend would have been here that they needed that, (laughs) you know, they needed to hear that. Not me. Um, does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. And I understand where you're coming from because, um, You know, a lot of people look at vision that way. I don't look at vision that way. Vision is fluid. I mean, it's my life. My vision is my life. And it's fluid. Like, what I want today may change in five years. But right now, five years from now, I want to be doing this. And it's the type of person who, I don't know how how else to describe it, but the person that I'm most compatible with Will want some of the same things, but they'll be the they'll be of the temperament of the character and the emotional emotional states that would allow us to move toward those things or change our minds and do something different. But it's the it's that compatibility um with that person that allows for the vision to be real and 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 it's. It's one of those things like, yes, it's my vision um, and they can have their own vision and then together we can ha- create our own, but it, they merge together somehow. yeah. And it's not about reaching goals per se. It's about finding that sweet spot, that state to live from and creating from there.
0: Yeah, and, I hear you. That uh, makes more, more sense because so, yeah. when I think about contentment, like, like, I could be sitting here in my living room with someone and they're, and I've had, I have a buddy like this. He's a go, 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 very high, strong. He's like ADD, ADHD, whatever you call it. He's like, just wild. Where I was very content sitting here. He wasn't content just sitting here and he needed to like, we got to go down to West. Let's go to Westport. Let's go to power and light. Let's do So here we are two different people. I'm finding, and not that I'm right and he's wrong. I'm just saying this is what was going on. I was content to to just chill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He wasn't content to chill. And oftentimes what I think what happens is if the, the person that's not content wants the other person to not be content either, just like right. I think the person that's chilling wants the other person to chill. And the reality is. Yes. That you know clearly, you should find someone that both of you can be chill, or both of you, you know, can be a little bit more discontented. But you know, I'm I don't think discontent's a good thing. You know, when you're because have you ever met people that's like, man, they got a good life, they got a, all this stuff. It's like everything looks really great, but they're just discontented, and it's like that's only fixable from the inside. Like you can't. Th- Obviously, your circumstances that's not what's controlling it just like happiness comes from within it does, it's not your job not the amount of money you make it's not any of those things now those things will be an outflow, but happiness comes from within mm-hmm. you know it's an inside job so that contentment or you know I'm content with myself, therefore I can be content with someone else that's a big piece I think
1: it is yeah you're and we've talked about this so many times that your emotional, your emotional state is your responsibility. You're the only person that you can manage. Yeah. Allow your partner to manage their own. Yeah. You can't do it for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know, for those that are single that are listening to this, I would really dig deep into what is your mindset? You know, what, what, what's your mindset around relationships around the opposite? If, I mean, if you're straight, uh, you're the opposite sex, like what's, what's your, you know, all women are crazy. All guys are narcissistic. <laughs> I mean, if that's your, <laughs> you know, you're starting off on the wrong foot. If, if that's your perspective, man, getting rid of that bitterness, that's that to me, the single mindset and the, the relationship mindset they're vastly different they're vastly different how um you have to be open i feel i feel like if you're going to have a relationship mindset you have to be open you have to be full of grace and mercy and understanding you have to have some sense of humility uh you have to be flexible you know i already said open minded
1: C- compassionate
0: yeah compassionate
1: I mean, empathetic you know, accepting those are, you know, those are very important things yeah. um, to be in a relationship.
0: Yeah. Cause rigidness is, that's a, that's a, that's not helpful. Inflexible, mm-hmm. you know, just very rigid, um, very like, this is the way, the only way. Yeah. No. My,
1: yeah. My way, my way is the right way. And if you don't, yeah, that's not going to be helpful. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I think that, people in their latter years struggle more with that and especially those who have been single their entire life they really struggle with it because it's like the more you are only dealing with the person in the mirror um i don't know, you know when they talk about iron sharpens iron i don't think that's the person in the mirror <laughs> i think it's literally like another person that's different that helps to really sharpen us not that we can't have growth within ourselves but it's that interaction with someone else that really presses that button i think that's where the real rubber meets the road is how does this person really get along with other people friendships is one level but then you get to the intimacy level and that's just a whole nother level uh going back full circle to what we were talking about when we first started the podcast just this whole idea of you know i i want this in a partner and i want you know this in friendships and this so you know some consistency there, I think, is important mm-hmm. too.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But gosh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure what else would be uh, characteristics of the single mindset versus the, you know, the relationship mindset. I don't know. You know, I, 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 I'm, I can be judgy too. You know, when I look at Instagram and I see all these. I judge men and women, but mainly women. <laughs> you know, when I see women just showing off their boobs intentionally, you know, just really trying to, really, it's like they're they're just they're desperate for attention, and that's maybe me judging them. So, ladies, I'm sorry if that's what that is. Maybe I, I'm just still judgy. Um, I don't mind sexy outfits. I don't mind women being whoever the fuck they are, but. When I see women just being over the top, um, trying to get attention, that's just, it's an unattractive trait. It's just an unattractive trait, at least to me, at least to me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't disagree with you, (laughs) honestly, but I, that's, you know, I grew up in a different world and modesty. I is highly important to me. Yeah. Um, well, I just find just it classier
0: like, uh, yeah. it, again. You can be classy and show cleavage. I'm not, so, <laughs> trust me. I love, yeah. I love a hot skin type like all that stuff's beautiful, but there's a level of where are you doing this for you really? Or are you doing it for attention? Like what, like what's your real motivation here? <laughs> you know?
1: Right. And I guess, yeah, we just don't know. Right. You know, honestly, like there's a lot of people that, we're just looking at pictures and absolutely yeah
0: yeah and if it's their business i get that i trust me i'm not talking about that if that's your business you're making money hello i and you know i'm all for women doing only fans or do you do you whatever you do you figure it out um but i'm talking more like an everyday every day especially in the dating world specifically um There were pictures that I would come across on some of the apps that would get an automatic swipe left, which is a a rejection based upon their pictures and not because they were ugly. Some of them were like they were attractive, but it was just their pictures themselves were just a turnoff to me, Uh, Mm -hmm. especially when i got into more of a relationship mindset. You know, when I was in the hookup mindset, I pretty much swiped right on everybody per se. (laughs) You know, yeah. you're, it's a whole different thing. But then when you really start, okay, now I really care. To me, a relationship mindset yeah. would also be you are reading the bio. You you yeah. are chatting with them a little bit. You are asking some of those big questions up front. Because I, to me, why would you even want to meet someone, even in my situation when I was single, to go to coffee with someone? Why would I want to go to coffee with someone that I know isn't a fit? Unless it's just, unless it was for another alternative or another reason. But once I got into that relationship mindset, I dated different. Mm -hmm. I mean, totally different, but I also just opened myself to, Hey, clearly I don't know what I want and what I, what I should be with to be Pammy. You know what? This is literally just coming to me. That's where I got to. I think what I did, I got to that point where I'm like, fuck the list. Like <laughs> clearly my list has not helped me. And these, all these, you know, these years here, the list is not helping me. There's something I am missing. You know, I didn't want to be the per I just I don't want to be the person that walks around with a booger hanging out of my my nose, and I refuse to address it. I refuse to see it. It's like I I won't let myself see it. Have you ever looked in the mirror and you didn't see something, and as soon as you come out of the bathroom, someone goes, "Hey, what about this?" And you're like, "Man, I I didn't even see it." And then you go back in there, and you're like, "Oh, yep, there it is. Wow. I guess you just you're blind to your own imperfections." And so I I think, um. Yeah. On one hand, I'd say you should have, you should definitely think through your list. But then on the other hand, I'm like, for me, I gave the list up because I realized, you know what, this is not, I don't know what I want, apparently. And I don't know how to date, apparently. I don't know how to meet my person, apparently. Like, I'm looking at the results. They're not good. And you know read the book how to not die alone it gave me a little bit of a di- different perspective i started really going more inward and started realizing you know what i i don't know i really don't know but i'm just going to start w- dating with more intention dating with more purpose dating without trying to get sex <laughs> those were the big things that i really changed i was like okay i'm done with all that i'm not trying i'm not going to do that anymore i'm going to meet people and I'm going to go out and have conversations with them. And I'll keep having conversations with them and keep going out with them until it's clear which way I should go. And it was literally three women before my fiance that got to experience that version of me. Mm-hmm. And those were the healthiest breakups, the best breakups. Mm-hmm. I'm still friends with them today. That was my best. Lead up to Jessica was dating with intention, throwing away my list of what Timmy thought Timmy needed. Clearly, I wasn't all in knowing that (laughs) and just kind of really let myself just kind of, I don't know, does that make any sense at all?
1: It, do, it does. It absolutely does. And I think you have, I mean, you make a valid point. And I think for me, the list is, the list is for me as well. It is, am I, am I willing to become the person who will attract this person? And that's or are that, or are you that
0: person now?
1: Exactly. Well, that's, that's it. Yeah. It's, and then it, for me, that's the list, like the list of qualities that I, you know, want in a person. I had to be willing to become them myself in order to attract that person to me. That's that's where the real growth happens. And so I think you can look at you know use it to your benefit to you know become a better person or you know become the person who can who can attract this individual that you have. Um, you know, knowing that not everything on your list may come all at once. You know, some things um might come you know five years down the road once you're in the relationship I mean it's you know yeah. I, I just remember this one gal had she she wanted to date a man who, who drove a convertible car and it wasn't at the top of her list it was just it was kind of like is it would be nice to have that you know but it wasn't in, imperative like kindness and you know uh thoughtfulness and you know it has it has it a a good job and things like that. But she was with him for I don't know, seven years. And one day he came home with in a convertible. Like he he, you know, he bought the car. And it wasn't, you know, it was just like one of those things like just believing that it's possible. You know, it can potentially happen. But the biggest part is can you become the person that can attract this individual that you, um, believe is who you want.
0: That's like, interesting. You have yeah. To
1: become,
0: yeah. I just, I wrote this down while you were talking. I said, are you even good enough for yourself?
1: <laughs> that's it. You that's it. Like, would you date your? Would you date yourself? <laughs> right. I mean, that's, and, and if not, well then you get some work to do and that's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But work? I think I had told you this, just there were certain things that I had on my list that I really did get rid of my list and thought about what's behind that list. Like what's what's behind? I want someone that goes to the gym. Okay, what's behind that? Someone that's fit or someone that's active, someone that takes care of themselves, not necessarily the gym. And it's the same thing with like reading. I had so, I want a reader. I want someone that's a reader like me. Well, there's lots of ways to read. <laughs> you can listen to audio. Yeah. You can listen to podcasts you know, there's lots. So what was behind reading someone who is willing to, you know, listen to new things, hear new things, you know, learn basically someone that's willing to learn and grow. That's what was behind that list. I think for me, I just realized that my list was restricting everybody away from me. It was like the Mm -hmm. list was the repellent. And so once I was like, okay, it's, It's not the list, it's the principle or the thing behind the list that really matters. I don't need someone that actually reads books all the time, but someone that is a learner. I don't need someone that goes to the gym five days a week, but someone who's active and conscious Mm -hmm. about fitness. There's, that's a huge difference. Um between those that's a big difference between those two and that goes back to where i said i didn't think that even i knew what i wanted that's what i mean by that i was thinking i wanted someone that went to the gym five Mm -hmm. days a week and i wanted someone that read i want someone that whatever the freak that's not actually what i wanted you know what i mean (laughs) that's not actually what i wanted and that's that was very helpful in my in my journey when i really looked at my list critically not just am i being hypocritical here you know am i am i you know yeah am i just am i being hypocritical am i being fair am i being gracious and what's behind these things that i claim to not want or that i do want and and really being able to kind of unpack those um, really it helped me in my journey i mean it, it I I could feel the shift in myself when I was shifting into a different mindset. And it was just different. I mean, the whole experience was different. Um, yeah, you know, it was just, it was a whole different world. So I, I I guess, I I think think you're,
1: you're, you're right on, on that with, um, if you look at, I mean, if I go and look at my list, I would find common themes. Amongst some of the things that are on there and it's, it's typically, you know, um, whether it's lifestyle or values, you know, or vision for their life. And those are the things I think underlying that line up and, and, um, kind of our common themes throughout everything. So, yeah, I totally get that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, Yeah. So I guess to, to all the, all the single people, uh, all the single ladies, (laughs) you know, just uh, rethink your list, rethink what your mindset is. Be humble about it. Don't, don't get, you know, well, I don't, I don't need a man. Like just drop that shit. And, and really like drop that shit. That's just ridiculous. And you don't
1: want to, and then, you know, right. Then stick with it.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, but you know, really dig in. What is what's what's in your list that really matters? What's behind the list? Um, and really just kind of opening yourself up to to have more of a um, a relationship mindset than you do a, a single mindset, and and see if it doesn't help you. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Pammy, I've got another appointment. I got to jump off here. All right. Hey, thank you for taking out the time today. Yeah. I thought this was a great talk.
1: Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Always yeah. always good to talk about awesome. these things and hopefully help somebody.
0: Absolutely. All right, everybody. Peace out. Thank you.